Hello, and welcome to the Sacred Heart Open Forum. I am your host, James Bona, and I am joined with... Aiden. Uh, Joe. And Nate. And for the first time in Sacred Heart Open Forum history, we have our wonderful editor, Jesse Bryden, back with us. Hey, guys. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow, a new edition. Folks, we have sad news. This is the last podcast of the Sacred Heart Open Forum. Ever. Brings a tear to my eyes. It really does. Quite tragic, really. Indeed it is. So, there is no better way to end this year of podcasts than to end it with a reflection, not just on the podcast, but on our time at Sacred Heart in general, because as I'm sure most of our listeners know, or if they don't know, they're about to find out, Sacred Heart is unfortunately closing at the end of this year. So I think that it is just a wonderful opportunity to just take this time to just reflect on our year podcasting and also all of our years that we have spent at Sacred Heart. Definitely. Uh, we decided that everyone was going to come up with a memory. I'm sure we have more than one, though, and we're going to share those. So who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first. Just oh, the new, the, the, new, the new kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've been thinking a lot about this. And it's kind of hard to wrap it into one memory, I guess, because there's been so many. I guess it, the first one that comes to mind, obviously doing all this, this podcast has been great. Um, being able to be on a high school sports team for the first time, um, having that experience of a team feel was was a great is a great memory. Um, yeah, I mean, just having the opportunity to meet new people um, in the classroom, out of the classroom, in the pool, was really something that, to be honest, I didn't expect I was going to get that much out of this year, uh, but it was a welcome surprise. Yeah, that, that's an awesome memory. Mine is also sports-related. Um, I can't remember my first year, my freshman year, doing uh, indoor track, and we were doing conditioning in like uh, early December, uh, it was a really cold day, and we had to go to Wilby. And I remember I was like so so nervous because it was my first experience with that team, um, and with uh, the coach at the time, um, Mr. Festa. Um, it can be uh, it can be hard to get used to his coaching methods, and uh, it can be a little intimidating at first. But uh, yeah, I remember he got us right to work and everything. And I actually started out as like a sprinter. And then I quickly changed to a distance runner, and he was okay with that. Um, but, yeah, I can just remember it was awesome to be a part of that team for the very first time and, and begin to learn all the little ins and outs of track and field. And uh, it gave me some of my uh, closest friends to this day. So I'm very happy that I ended up taking the plunge that day. Yeah, Festa was quite an aggressive coach. <laughs> Say the least, yeah. I think for me, I when I think of my time at Sacred Heart, uh, one class in particular stands out, and that was when I was a sophomore and I was taking chemistry. I'm not good at chemistry. No one um, go thinking that, but I was in that class with two of my best friends, Elizabeth and Raquel, and it was just so fun. And we had so, like, I was happy with them every single day. We... I don't know. It was just a very drama-free environment, and I think that those Sacred Hearts a drama-free school. Um, it was really relaxing for me, 
And we had a great teacher. We had sister who unfortunately doesn't work at the school anymore. Her mission changed, but uh, I don't think they ever met sister. She's nah. like the, she was the nicest ever. I miss her very much, and I think that that class, uh, though it was in a subject I didn't particularly love, was probably one of my favorite classes I ever took at Sacred Heart. Yeah, one of my most prominent memories I'll remember was the first day of school for me when I transferred my sophomore year. Uh, I didn't really have anyone to sit with at lunch, so I just kind of sat with the people who were in my homeroom. One of those people were coincidentally Jesse. <laughs> And I remember him looking me dead in the eye, and he said, you're doing cross-country and track. It was more of a yell, as I remember. <laughs> I had already made up my mind of doing both of those sports, but it was nice to know that, like, oh, if I do do these sports, I do have at least someone to do them with, so I'm not just there all by myself. I don't know, James, if I were you, I might have ran the other way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did end up running, period, so, you know. <laughs> Close enough, yeah. <laughs> to make a comment on what James said about his first day, actually, I saw him in the one and only class we had together that year, and it was Mrs. Martin's sixth period uh, English class, and Aiden was in it, too. And I saw James, and he was new, and Mr. Malaspina was giving him his, his new schedule, and I saw him, and I was like, I'm going to befriend him. And then I did, so. And now James's life is infinitely better, because I'm in it. There was actually a bit of a mess up with my first schedule sophomore year. They put me in junior uh, religion. Oh, I forgot and about that. I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm a sophomore in a class with all juniors. And it wasn't until, like, past the first quarter when I was talking to Jill that I was like, this isn't right, is it? <laughs> I remember standing in the hallway. Like, we were all telling you that you have to fix that. I did end up fixing it, but... Yeah, like it was three fun. months later. Yeah, it took you forever. <laughs> and then you took the class again, probably, right? The next year? Uh-huh. But, hey, I already had the knowledge, so it was yeah, easy. Knew, knew all the material. <laughs> what about Jesse? What's your favorite memory or experience? Uh, I'd say I have two. My first one is, I think it was, James will remember this. It was like our sophomore year, our last practice for cross-country before States. And we went, we just went out on a run together, all the boys. And I don't know what it was, but the energy was really good. And we were all just having a great time talking, uh, messing around. It was just, we all were good. We were happy and we were ready to run. Um, and my second one is kind of an amalgamation of all the, uh, freshman orientations that, uh, we've helped out with. Cause I don't know. I just always found it, uh, I found it nice to, get into the school during the summer and kind of be like, okay, I have school again and I'm helping out all the freshmen and everything and felt like I was doing something good and getting something out of it for myself. Yeah, with that uh, cross-country memory, I do remember both, well, all of our last practices for cross-country, as long, at least as long as I've been doing cross-country with the team, they've always been fairly high spirit. Which is something... Oh, yeah, they're always great. Yeah, they're always the best practices. Which is what you don't really expect from, you know, the last practice of a season. But I do think it benefits from being a fall sport. So it's like, we still have, you know, two-thirds of a year left with these people. Yeah, and for the most part, any, like, seniors that will be gone, they're probably doing track or, you know, some other sport. Yeah, like, yeah. So you're going to see them around. Um, something I wanted to kind of think about, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this, was 
like what to you what made Sacred Heart so special because for me like I'll be totally honest coming to Sacred Heart obviously at the time I thought it'd be for junior and senior I was still very upset about my previous school and I thought it was just going to be like a like I'd bl just kind of hide away if that makes sense and I think what I've come to appreciate most is that it that's been impossible in 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 a good way that you can't escape out of doing something with the community um doing something with other people um even if at the time you don't want to or you have no intention of ever learning more about yourself um and that's one thing that i think has really stood out so i want to get your thoughts on that yeah i, I definitely agree with that so like basically it's kind of hard to explain but like everything at our school is just on like such a personal level so like all your teachers and everything uh they're they're practically like your friends and they want to see you they want to make sure you're uh doing well and if you're new for example that you're like integrating well with the school community and everything like it's weird because like every single time i would walk in these past few years like i really didn't feel like i was at school like i really just felt like and this is used a lot and kind of cliche, but, like, I felt like I was at home, like, with my family. Um, like, just on a day-to-day -day basis, my teachers and my classmates just made the day enjoyable. And I never really felt like any day I really didn't want to go to school or anything. And I've definitely felt that in the past with, like, uh, middle school and everything. But, like, when I got to Sacred Heart, it just kind of, it's like a full 180. It was just, it was really different and for the better. Yeah, I also agree with you, because uh, I went into school on Monday, and no, it didn't feel like I was actually attending school. Granted, I did come to visit for a study hall, but uh, but in all actuality, as cliche as it will sound, Sacred Heart really is like a family. Uh, like, I know Mr. Madden, he practically knows everyone's name, even if you don't do sports. And all of the teachers, like, they're open. If you need anything, you can go to them. And like Nate said, you can't really hide at Sacred Heart. They always try and get you involved doing something, whether it's community service, a club, a sport, whatever. I think with what the guy said, that really um, is a testament to what the legacy of Sacred Heart truly is. And it is that we're a family. Every single person I've ever talked to that's gone to, worked at, had a kid who went to, knew some, had a friend who went to Sacred Heart, called it a family. And I think that if we're going to define the legacy of Sacred Heart, it is that we're a family. And it's more of a home than a school. And that they really build you into, rather than having you turn into like a perfect student, you turn into a human being. And I think that that's very special. That, I think that's what's most sad about the school closing is that it's not that uh, a school is closing down and it's a building that will no longer be used. It's the fact that the people inside that building are going to be separated and that they're not going to be able to continue the great work that they have been doing for years in the same uh, in the same manner that they've been doing it for, you know. Yeah, that's another thing too. But I also, and I think speaking to the family aspect like the efforts of the alumni trying to do their best to keep the the school open i mean you saw people who graduated 50 years ago still 
uh, I still trying to stay connected with the community, and I think that's I, I think that's rare because I, there's a lot of people who they leave high school and it's just it's over. Like who cares what happens to them? Um, but to hold on to that for that you want to preserve that feeling that you had that sense of community for somebody who's 50 years younger than you i think says a lot about the long-term legacy the uh, of of sacred heart that extends beyond just one class or one group um of of students yeah i uh i went for like a teeth cleaning a couple weeks ago and i sat down and uh she my dentist came in and she was like okay sacred heart because she went there uh some years ago and she even said like the second that they were collecting money you know she pledged her like 25 dollars or whatever and she wanted to up it so uh yeah yeah i feel like everywhere you go um there's a very good chance that you'll see a cigar alumni and uh there's an even greater chance that they're going to tell you about how they appreciated their experience so much and they ask you how you're doing and everything like that like um, I remember I was in the grocery store one time just with a Hearts hoodie on and uh, the cashier is like, oh, you went to Sacred Heart? So did I. And uh, It's just awesome to see so many people in the community and uh, it kind of goes into the fact that Sacred Heart, while it may be closing, it's going to live on with so many more people. Even the freshmen uh, this year, I mean, they, had the, they, they saw what our school had to offer um, and they were able to at least experience that so they can take their experiences and then that can help them in their lives and how they treat others. So in reality, a Sacred Heart really isn't going anywhere. It's going to live on with all of us. I yeah. Was, oh. oh, you can go, Jill. Oh, I was talking with a, an alumni from Sacred Heart uh, a few days ago, and she was describing her experience there. And I remember thinking, this is exactly how I feel about, like, we were talking about other te- like teachers and um teachers who work there now who were there when she was a student and she um she called it a family like how I said before everyone does and I just remember thinking she's she's like articulating exactly how I feel about this school and that the fact that a whole new generation of kids isn't going to be able to feel that way about this school in particular is just very sad and upsetting and I think that's what a lot of us um believe yeah, and I've heard plenty of teachers and coaches say, like, it doesn't matter where you go next year or what colors you wear. Just remember that you were a heart. You'll always be a heart. And to just remember all of the lessons that you've learned here and keep that with you and take that with you to new places. The Sacred Heart name is something we'll all carry with us uh, till the day we die. Indeed. Yeah, and I think I don't, I don't mean to to like play devil's advocate or anything like that, but I I think I've come to learn that things happen for a reason. And at the time, even right now, you know, I don't think any of us are confident of what that reason is. Um, but you know, coming here wasn't originally in my plans for high school, but. I think my previous school closing was almost a blessing in disguise in a way. And I think it took it took me a long time to see that. But I think for everybody, that's something that needs to be remembered is that good comes out of everything. And whether, whether you see it 
a month from now or a year from now or five years from now, you're going to look back and say, yeah, you know what? It was terrible that I had to change schools, that this school closed. But there will be something that you say that wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now if my previous school closed. So, And you, you yeah. coming to Sacred Heart was uh, as good as it uh, as much as you think it might have been a blessing for you, it was a blessing for the school. You legitimately are a welcome addition to the Sacred Heart name and the family. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like, within just a few weeks, I felt like I had known you for, like, the whole time I was at Sacred Heart already. Yeah. And especially with Appreciate the podcast, that. I think it, I mean, I was already close with James and Jesse, but it brought all five of us pretty close together, I think. And Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, you're part of that dynamic, and I don't know wouldn't be the same without any one of us yeah yeah and and i think too like you were saying it's kind of like the it kind of relates to like the this like the the adage like you know people won't remember exactly what you said to them um or um or exactly the conversations you have they're going to remember how you made them feel and i think that applies to the school too you know, you're not going to remember that random math test on a Friday afternoon sophomore year, but you're going to remember the feeling that you had throughout your, your time. And I think that's that's my takeaway from it, to be honest. So, I think a lot of people agree with you there. Well, absolutely. Well, we've talked about what Sacred Heart means to us, but I'm curious on what drew us to Sacred Heart in the first place like what caused us to want to attend the school uh i'm from a legacy family so i always tell people that sorry my dog's whimpering um (laughs) (laughs) my mom went there my uncles went there and my grandmother went there when it was catholic high so it was kind of a no-brainer for me um obviously this being my first year um, originally before I went to Chase, I was going, I was coming here, um, and, and I was in, I was totally fine. I was more than excited with that because I remember shadowing here and feeling that family feel like walking in and being like, I can see myself here. Um, at the time it just logistically and, um, things like that, it just didn't work out. But I think coming here, after my after chase closed it was like i didn't really see any other option because i re- i knew of all of the schools i had looked at before that one was that one was the one that oh if chase ever didn't work out for some reason i'd be totally fine there and luckily my intuition was right because it's been it's been great so that's pretty much why i came Yeah, my reasoning is kind of similar to yours. I was originally going to go to Sacred Heart my freshman year, but I was like, oh, I don't want to leave all of my friends that I've made in the public school. Uh, One thing led to another, and I moved. So I was like, you know what? I might as well just try going to Sacred Heart. I shadowed there. I liked it, and my older brother went there, and he enjoyed it. So we already had that connection. And as much as I did enjoy the high schools I did go to, Sacred Heart was different in a good way. It was a family. I felt included 
from the moment I walked through those do doors, and I still feel included till this day. Yeah, my experience is kind of similar to James in a way, because my brother uh, had already went to Sacred Heart. Uh, we shared one year together, my freshman and his senior year. But um, yeah, I remember being in middle school, and I was looking at a few sc different schools like Caner and Crosby, but um, my main concern was friends or like making friends. Um, I was worried that if I went to Sacred Heart, I might not be able to make friends, um, which looking back is really silly considering what ended up happening. But I remember everybody was very welcoming, like uh, the teachers that my brother knew and his coaches and even Mr. Madden I knew before I ended up going there. Um, you know, they would always say hi to me and like make me feel like I was actually part of the community uh, before I was even a part of the community. So um, that part, that definitely was there, but I was just still kind of worried about making friends. But then when I really thought about it, I figured if all of those people were so welcoming, I can only imagine how the suit and body would be. And I ended up being right. And I just, from day one, made incredible friends that I know I'll have for like the rest of my life. So I couldn't be more happy with my decision. Um, my original plan was to, I wanted to go to Caner and take CAD because I want to go on engineering and all that. But um, my cousin uh lizzie went to sacred heart and my parents were like well your cousin's doing really good there uh maybe you know it would be a good fit for you and there was a bit of an argument um i shadowed i talked to people and i settled down in the sacred heart and uh haven't looked back since i think that like a big kudos just needs to be given to the faculty of sacred heart definitely like Unfortunately, I don't think we can give each individual one of them their the praise that they deserve. But, like, just to, like, name a few, like, Mrs. Taylor, she's been working overtime, especially this year. Well, she's been sick. Yeah, she's just... Absolutely. Like, she deserves some of the biggest kudos, because she's been getting all the stuff we need for our colleges done. And... I just can't imagine. Single-handedly helping to push 75-plus kids towards college, that's not an easy feat by any means. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I also, I guess if we're going to do, like, one quick shout-out, I guess I'll sh shout-out Mr. Madden. I don't think, I've, I've never actually told him this, but and I, he's honestly a big part of the reason why, like, I got so involved, and it's actually pretty funny. Because when I started, he basically was just forcing me to do stuff. He's like, oh, I'm making you do this. And I'd be like, okay. And a part of me at the time was almost a little, like, perturbed, I guess. It's like, why are you making me do this? And and But looking back, I think that was the best thing. Because I ended up, of course, you know, loving everything I ended up doing. And so without his kind of, like, forcing of me to, to jump into things, I don't, I don't know how much I would have ended up doing yeah, yeah. something. That's just that's, one that's for very me. true. I, that happened to my experience with that was like freshman slash sophomore year. I can remember that I didn't really want to do everything that he would like make me do, um, but I ended up really like enjoying the experiences after a while, and they really helped me to kind of come out of my shell and get involved with the community. So I'm happy that he was like that. Uh, I have to mention Mrs. Gemmel, who I was actually speaking with the other day about the forum and. 
uh, my time basically at Sacred Heart, and I told her, I was like, you know, people talk about the teacher that they had that changed their whole life, and she was the teacher that changed my whole life. Um, she's going to listen to this when she's reviewing it, and she's going to, like, text me after and be like, I can't believe you said that, but um, it's true. And I feel that way about many teachers at Sacred Heart. I could go on and on about how each teacher I've had has um, touched my life, but I don't have time for that, so. Uh, I definitely say Miss Barry was a... Uh... Uh, she played a big part on my, especially my early years at Sacred Heart, because she, uh, I had fr freshman year, first period, every, uh, every day for math, and, uh, that really set the tone for what Sacred Heart was gonna be, and, you know, of course, I wasn't exactly the best at math, um, but I got there, and it got to the point where she was like, you should be in higher classes, and, uh, I worked harder, and, you know, she's definitely, uh, part of the reason I can go on to college to do, like, engineering, like I said I want to do. Yeah, I know I did mention Mrs. Taylor, but that was more of, like, a broad general kudos. If I did have to pick one teacher who was, like, personal to my development and growth through high school, I probably would pick Mrs. Wright. Oh, I love Mrs. Wright. Yeah, foreign languages are always a difficult subject, but she taught it in a way that it was easy to understand, and she was also always there to help, so that was a big, you know, hand in helping me pass the class. And I did have prior interaction with her, because Zach had her for all of his four years, my older brother, so I did have that prior connection. And she's just a blast to be around, always a joy and jovial, and I never felt like upset or down in her class like even if there was a quiz i was always excited just to be in that class i think a few other people we have to mention i'm sure we all have a hundred people we want to mention or yeah um, Mrs. it's Nagel, really hard to mr o'connell and mr tiezzi i yeah. think are definitely and mr Umbardo too i've never had mr Umbardo. i think that um they're like the heart and soul of the, like the teachers who have been there the longest are like the heart and soul of the school and everyone knows it yeah they almost define in terms of a physical representation of, of the school and its values. I think those are everybody's first, first and, names. And even some teachers who no longer work at Sacred Heart, like I know, unfortunately, Nate ha didn't have Mr. Kalash, but I'm sure I can speak for the rest of us when I say he was, an, he was a good teacher. Absolutely. Incredible history teacher. I didn't think I could enjoy history first thing in the morning. <laughs> I don't think most people <laughs> think that either. <laughs> so, would anyone like some closing remarks on how they feel about the school in general? Uh, I'm sad that the, the building and everything is going to be closed, but the community that's been built for the entire history of Sacred Heart, um, that's never going anywhere. And I know that many, many of us will stay in contact with each other and that through that, Sacred Heart will essentially live on and that um, we're going to keep making impacts in the world, all of us students, all of us teachers. So in a way, Sacred Heart lives on through all of that. Well said, Aiden. For me, I would say... Uh, it's hard to it's it's honestly hard to put into words. Um, 
kind of really just learn to just put yourself out there. Like your time at Sacred Heart is has only made you better. And I, 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 like you said, that the school closing doesn't mean you're just not a part of the family anymore. And so I think to go on to somewhere else and and to show other people what it's like, what it was like to be um, a member of Sacred Heart, the values, um, the dedication, all that. Um, and I think everybody. I just want to say everybody thank you. That I never thought I could it. feel this strongly about a school before. And before I got here, and even maybe up until like my sophomore year, I didn't realize how much the school actually meant to me and how much it means to everyone else. And I think, you know, it's that's like something you realize as you get older. But I just wanted to say thank you to, you know, you guys and all our, all our other classmates and the faculty and the staff. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you to like you guys, all my friends, uh, Anyone who I've ever like walked through the halls and saw or said hi to the faculty, the staff, uh, they molded me into the person I am today. And I'm sorry that uh, other people won't be able to be influenced by them the same way I was. And I just hope that everyone that graduates and everyone that unfortunately won't be able to graduate from Sacred Heart but did have the opportunity to go there for at least one year uh will be able to shape the lives of the people around them the way that the people of that school shape mine yeah because sacred heart was more than just a building made out of bricks it had a soul it had a heart and even though the building like it's no longer going to be sacred heart i think that it's important that we just take the lessons that we learned from sacred heart and put that into everything we do in the future Thank you all for listening to our remarks about Sacred Heart and how the school has changed our lives. As editor-in-chief of the forum, I would like to thank all of our podcast listeners. This project has been one of the greatest experiences of my high school career, and my co-host and I hope that you have enjoyed listening to these podcasts as much as we have enjoyed recording them. Now we have some words from the true hearts of the heart, the school's faculty and staff. They so kindly and beautifully shared what Sacred Heart has meant to them and how the school has changed their lives. Please enjoy a series of testimonials, which I believe truly encaptures the meaning of Sacred Heart. What does Sacred Heart High School mean to me? Well, just to let you know how important it is in my life. Um, when I retired from the Waterbury Public Schools, I thought I had retired for good until I had the opportunity to come back to my alma mater and be the principal here. And it's been the most fulfilling uh, event in my entire educational career to come back to where I started, uh, the school that gave me everything that I has made me uh, who I am today and instilled in me the virtues of a Catholic education and um, all of the other tenets that we have had here that uh, we try to instill in all of you. And to work with all of the kids that I've had for the past 11 years has been just, uh, just really fulfilling for me and made me extremely happy that, uh, that I came back. Why did I come back to Sacred Heart? I came back to Sacred Heart out of dumb luck. I was supposed to go and do my um, student teaching in Naugatuck. I was doing my master's at the University of Bridgeport, and I saw Mrs. Regan at uh, the beach in Rhode Island. And we started talking and reminiscing, and she knew there was a need for a social studies teacher because uh, Mr. Gillis was being moved up to Dean of Discipline. And um, it was supposed to be a one- or two-year spot, and 17 years later... Um, here we are. So um, 
You know, it's uh, the Jesuit priest at UConn that during one of his homilies, I always kept the quote that sometimes life te- gives you the exam and teaches you the lesson after. And um, that's definitely the case here. I would have never thought myself to be the uh, athletic director and learn from Mr. Cochiola and Mr. Carroll and be a better teacher from seeing my former teachers and now my colleagues um, teach me the ropes. And um, I'm just a better person because of the students. And uh, thank you very much to not just my colleagues and uh, whatnot, but to uh, each and every one of you have been family. And uh, you'll, you've been my kids, and you'll be my kids after the school closes. And um, I'm a better person because of you. Although I've only been a member of the Sacred Heart faculty for 12 years, which in this building would make me a relative newcomer, I've been here long enough to see the legacy of Sacred Heart High School in action. One of the strengths of the school is the family atmosphere that truly is infectious. Within weeks of teaching at Sacred Heart, I felt included and cared for. I love the fact that the administration, faculty, and students all encourage each other to excel in whatever they do. Working here has been a blessing, and I am so grateful for the opportunity to work with students who truly care about each other and for the opportunity to live my faith. Okay, well, I'm Mr. Imbardo, and I've been here at Sacred Heart for the last 14 years. It's ironic because I really came full cycle. I graduated from Sacred Heart High School in 1966, long time ago, and I worked for 37 years teaching public school. And then in 2007, when I retired from public school, Mrs. Taylor, down in guidance, told me that Sacred Heart was looking for a language teacher. And ironically, I came back. I came back in 2007, and I've been here till 2021. It's still a wonderful place. It's a very caring place. It's a place where a lot of students who I know wouldn't do too well out in the public sector have really succeeded. They've done very well because Sacred Heart really is a family. How did Sacred Heart change the course of my life? Well, after graduation in 1994, I did not expect to return to this building. However, in 2001, I did as a teacher. So that was first, making the shift from a student to a teacher, which opened up so many possibilities. Now I had former teachers that were becoming friends and colleagues. And from there, move along to 2013, where I had my first child come into this building. So now that made me meet the trifecta. I had been a student, I was now faculty, and now a parent. Both of my children have now graduated from here, class of 2016, class of 2020. So that makes three generations. I screwed up, Joe. Okay. So that makes two generations in my family that have been Sacred Heart graduates. But that makes three generations that have been impacted because my mother definitely appreciated the support and the guidance that I was given as a student here. I don't think there's any place that could ever compare to Sacred Heart. And I just wish all of our students going forward the best that this building has to offer and hope that they take it with them. Sacred Heart has changed the course of my life in so many more ways than I ever anticipated. I started here at 26 years old. I'm gonna be 55, raised my family here. My son came here. 
My dad retired from public school and came and taught here for a good 10 years. And there was a time frame when all three of generations were in this building at the same time. I have so many great memories. When I first started, the teachers that were here took me in like family. My second year of teaching, I became pregnant with my first child and they threw me a baby shower. So it was like family. The students at Sacred Heart in 29 years have never let me down. Every single day I would walk through the halls and I would get, good morning, Mrs. Traver. How are you, Mrs. Traver? What's happened to Mrs. Traver? There was such a give and take in this building and it really taught me how to be a teacher to students, to give students what they need, not what I think they should need. So it did change the course of my life. It made me the teacher I am today. And um, I'm going to carry that on in the next job. And I will think of Sacred Heart every single day with such great fond memories and cherished friendships. Hi, I'm Molly DePaiva, class of 1997 and current teacher at Sacred Heart High School. I've been teaching here for 19 years. And to me, the legacy of Sacred Heart is family, tradition, faith, and community service. Uh, I can look back on my years at Sacred Heart and I just remember going to the many school events, whether it's games or plays, uh, you know, participating in the Spirit Week. Uh, you know, there's so much at Sacred Heart that just gives me great memories. And I know that even though the building is not going to be ours anymore, that our legacy as the Sacred Heart family is going to live on. And that makes me really happy and very proud to be a part of it. Hi, I'm Roseanne Whitney. I'm a member of the math department here at Sacred Heart. And to me, Sacred Heart is a family. I feel like I've been here my whole life. My parents are alum. They've graduated from Sacred Heart in 1951, as did all of my aunts and uncles on both sides of my family. Um, I graduated from Sacred Heart in 1975, have been fortunate enough to have sung at every graduation since 1971, have not missed any, and I still consider last year's as we are part of it. I began my teaching career here at Sacred Heart in 1979, and I stayed until 1993 when my children started school. And then I've been very blessed to be able to return to Sacred Heart back uh, at the beginning of last year. So I've been blessed in so many ways to be a member of our Heart family. Hi, this is Mr. Tiezzi. What Sacred Heart means to me is that it is my home away from Right, I, I chose to teach at Sacred Heart because I was a teacher for a long time, taught high school in New Haven, public school, loved teaching, loved teaching high school kids. My first love was my faith and loving Jesus. So when I heard that there was an opening at Sacred Heart to teach about my religion and of course to continue teaching high school students and I had the credentials to teach religion, that's what I wanted to do. It was like the perfect scenario for me. I could teach about my faith. I could teach high school students that I love. Nothing was any better than that for me. So I've been here for 26 years because I love the heart. I am Helen Sperry and being asked to talk about what Sacred Heart means to me and the first thing that comes to mind with Sacred Heart is that 
the cohesiveness of Sacred Heart is so much to me like a family. And um, the sadness I have because of its closing, I can't even describe. And I have always said that Sacred Heart has been a jewel in the city of Waterbury. And it's unfortunate that this jewel has now been tossed aside. And I pray for each and every one of the students who have gone through the hallowed halls of Sacred Heart and that each of them come to their own success in life. All three of my uh, children graduated from Sacred Heart High School. I coached cheerleading for one year here at Sacred Heart High School. My niece and all of my nephews graduated from Sacred Heart and I've worked here for eight years and it will be a memory I will never forget. When I think of Sacred Heart, the word that comes to mind is family. My children came here, my grandson came here, and I have worked here for 34 years. During that time, I have met so many, many super great kids and have worked with many wonderful, wonderful parents. I'm going to miss all of them, and I wish all of them the best. I'm very blessed to have worked here and truly grateful to have been able to give my children the same wonderful experiences and sense of family that we have here at the heart. Hello, my name is Justin Michaud, and this is my seventh year teaching in in my time here, it has been a privilege to help and watch students learn and grow. Sacred Heart means to me a community that is dedicated to education and service. I've been part of the girls' tennis team, uh, becoming the head coach in 2017. Each year, the team brought dedication and success. In 2018, we won our NVL championship. Sacred Heart has helped me grow personally and professionally, and the community will always have a special place in my heart. Hi, I'm Marissa DiCarlo. I'm a member of the Humanities Department at Sacred Heart High School, and I'm a member of the class of 2000. And the, and, whatever. No, because I could just keep, keep going. going. Nate's gonna edit it, yes. Oh, okay, perfect, all right. The reason why I came back to Sacred Heart High School is because I wanted to give back to students of the greater Waterbury area, just as my faculty members had done for me when I was a student here. So when the opportunity arose for me to come back home to the heart, I took it and 15 years later, here I am having to say goodbye. But it's been a great ride and it's been a fun trip and I would never trade it in for the world. Take a few minutes to think of all the good times. We all had bad times, but think of the good times. Okay, and cherish them. They, they will be uh, very good. The other thing, um, I first started working here in the fall of 1979. Okay, and I was the class advisor first for the class of 1983. And um, I found this poem, uh, which I read at their class day or uh, communion breakfast. And later on, um, I found it was originally written by Rudyard Kipling for his son. And then I found um, something else, or someone else, I kind of adopted it for their daughter. So I kind of cheated 
and combined the two here. And um, this, you might find this something that uh, you like. So it certainly is an easy title, okay? And the title is just it. So if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait but not be tired by waiting, or being lied about but don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good or talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aid. If you can meet the triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop to build them up again with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pigeon toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve inside you to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, Hold on. If you could be what girls should be to mothers, chums in joy and comrades in distress, and be unto others as you have others be unto you, no more and yet no less. If you can brave the present shadowed hour rather than yield to build a future wall, if you can keep within your heart the power to say that bond alone, if you can put behind you all pretenses of mock humility or foolish pride, if you can lock your heart on confidences, nor never needlessly in turn confide, if you can keep that simple virtue of doing right by God, then have no fear that anything in the world can hurt you. And which is more, you're now men and women here, here. Congratulations.